Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening today. I'm Pastor Brendan, and joining me today is Pastor David. Um, This is the Emmanuel uh, Church Podcast. We are uh, trying to encourage us and all of you in these two things we want to consider and chew on the words of Scripture, and we also want to find ways to apply Scripture to our lives. Um, And this month we are in the book of Proverbs, and today is Proverbs 20, so we're going to jump right in with reading that proverb. And verse 1 starts with, Wine is a mocker and a beer brawler. Whoever is led astray by them is not wise. A king's wrath strikes terror like the roar of a lion. Those who anger him forfeit their lives. It is to one's honor to avoid strife, but every fool is quick to quarrel. Sluggards do not plow in season, but at harvest time, so at harvest time they look and find nothing. The purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. Many claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person who can find. The righteous lead blameless lives, blessed are their children after them. When a king sits on the throne to judge, he winnows out all evil with his eyes. Who can say, I have kept my heart pure, I am clean and without sin? Differing weights and differing measures, the Lord detests them both. Even small children are known by their actions, so so is their conduct really pure and upright? Ears that hear and eyes that see, the Lord has made them both. Do not love sleep, or you will grow poor. Stay awake and you will have food to spare. It's no good, it's no good, says the buyer then goes off and boasts about the purchase. Gold there is and rubies in abundance, but lips that speak knowledge are a rare jewel. Take the garment of one who puts up security for a stranger. Hold it in pledge if it is done for an outsider. Food gained by fraud tastes sweet, but one ends up with a mouth full of gravel. Plans are established by seeking advice, so if you wage war, obtain guidance. A gossip betrays a confidence, so avoid anyone who talks too much. If someone curses their father or mother, their lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. An inheritance claimed too soon will not be blessed at the end. Do not say, I will pay you back for this wrong. Wait for the Lord, and he will avenge you. The Lord detests differing weights, and dishonest scales do not please him. A person's steps are directed by the Lord. How can then how can anyone how then can anyone understand their own way it is a trap to dedicate something rashly and only later to consider one's vows a wise king winnows out the wicked he drives the threshing wheel over them the human spirit is the lamp of the lord that sheds light on one's most inmost one on one's inmost being love and faithfulness keep a <laughs> love and faithfulness keep a king safe Through love, his throne is made secure. The glory of young men is their strength, gray hair the splendor of the old. Blows and wounds scrub away evil, and beatings purge the inmost being. So, Pastor David, what uh, were some of the scriptures that were kind of jumping out at you? Well, there's a, I mean, like every proverb, there's a ton here. Um, But some of the ones I like, I always enjoy the proverbs uh, when they talk about the sluggard. You know, uh, last uh, last podcast we did together, we talked about the guy who reached his hand into the bowl and he was too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. Um, there's another one that says, you know, a sluggard is 
like a door turning on a hinge so a sluggard turns in his bed. Um, this one's less fun, but still, it says a sluggard uh, do not plow in season. So at harvest time, they look and they find nothing. Well, that's that's the thing that we do, right? That when um, I, I was thinking about uh, laziness um, a while back, and I thought like laziness is not doing what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it, but it's also mm -hmm. doing things you're not supposed to do when you should be doing other things, right? right. So like like laziness isn't always just sitting around and doing nothing. Sometimes laziness is being very busy, but with the wrong stuff. Yeah, and I think that so the sluggard in the season that he should be plowing, who knows what he's doing? Is but he's not plowing. You know that that his season should be plowing, and he's maybe you know playing tiddlywinks. I don't know. Like maybe he's <laughs> maybe he's getting water from the well. Who knows what he's doing? But he isn't doing what he needs to be doing. Um, and sometimes we just put off the necessary things that we need to do in in a certain season because they're not fun, or they scare us, or we're afraid of what might happen when we're done with them. We're afraid of the results. You know. People don't go to the doctor all the time because they're afraid of what the doctor might say. They, sure. It's just, it's all that same kind of laziness. Not doing what you should be doing when you should be doing it. So that there's another season where you're really going to suffer for it. You know, he's not going to suffer during plowing season. He's going to suffer during harvest season. Yeah. It's a whole another six months later that he's going to be going and looking for grain and there won't be any. Yeah, yeah. The need for, for preparation, the need for... Um, thinking of the future and, and yeah, not putting stuff off to the last second. Uh, um, so the other thing that really jumped out at me um, in this in this proverb is the the kind of the focus on the inner life. And um, it, it's talking about the human spirit being the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost being. There's several proverbs that talk about like our inner being and how that is what's what's most important that's what the lord looks to right um in our lives you know um and and how um we need to focus on our inner beings we need to not just focus on the external yeah i think the health of our spirit and our soul is important like that just the health of our soul and whether we're we're considering so um the good news is, like, there are a lot of our external things are indicators about how our spirit right. and our soul are doing. You yeah. Know? When we find ourselves snappy, we're like, okay, there could be something going wrong inside of me that's making me snappy all the time. Or when we find ourselves being selfish, we could say, there's something wrong inside of me that's causing me to behave selfishly. And so uh, the, and the Bible gives you the fruit of that spirit, right? It's love and joy and peace and patience. So, like, to have a good spirit is to manifest those fruits in your life. And so when we're not manifesting those fruits, we should be doing what they say. One of my favorites is David, King David in the Psalms says, look through me, O God, and find my sin. Right, yeah. And he's not being arrogant. He's not saying there's no sin here. I'm perfect. Like, look, look, God. He's not, it's not that. It's, he's actually inviting God to look deep into his soul and what God finds, what God puts a finger on. David has the opportunity to change, to consider, to 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 work on and to nourish and to figure out so that his soul is made better and then the what comes out of his soul would be better. Exactly. Another one of the verses talking about the inner life is it's is verse five. It says the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. Yeah. And it's just kind of like what you're talking about, like thinking about our motivations, thinking about um you know how 
how is uh, is God working in my heart in this time? How is what are what are things that that God is is whispering in my ear, uh, to my spirit? You know, uh, focusing in on on our inner lives. Yeah, and I think that that also goes back to the previous conversation from a previous proverb about uh, therapy. You know, like mm. our, our our hearts are deep, and sometimes they're hard to understand. It takes somebody with insight to kind of think through and, and to work on that. And sometimes we need to, we need to visit with somebody who's professional at that and, and that's good and um, sometimes helpful. And so uh, I think, I think there's good there. I, I also enjoyed um, the Proverbs uh, verse 12 that was focused on the more um, external world, right? Ears that hear and eyes that see the Lord has made them both. I think sure. the, the command here is to use them. Like you have ears, you have eyes, mm. look around and look at the world and, 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 and uh, consider it. Consider the, the world. You know, the, the Bible says, uh, consider the way of the ant, you sluggard, right? And sure. what this is inviting a, the sluggard to do is to open his eyes and see the world around him. And I think that sometimes uh, Christians get in a trap of, of I just, I'll just faith through it. You know, I'll close my ears and I'll close my eyes and I'll just believe that it will be okay. And God's the other way. He says, he who has ears to ear, let him hear. He has eyes to see, let him see. Open your eyes and open your ears. Look at the world around you because the world around us reveals so much about the God who created it. And so using our eyes and our ears and you know, our nose and our, our taste and our senses to experience the world we live in and then using the brain that he gave us to kind of think through what that implies, what it means, what he's trying to show us through the trees and the birds and the dinosaurs and all that stuff like we should we should be thinking about and considering those things and I, I like yeah so it's kind of the inward focus but that's kind of focus focus on what's outside of you as sure well. sure like yeah everything in this world is good to to look at yeah and then um even taking that and and and, and you can internalize it because like a like what isaiah said the that the people were they would hear, but they wouldn't understand. They would see, but not perceive. Mm -hmm. And their hearts grew callous. Right. Um, because uh, they wouldn't take things to heart. Right, right. And I like verse 25. So it says, It is a trap to dedicate something rashly, hmm. and only later to consider one's vows. It actually reminds me of a story when I was, I just turned 21. I was probably 21 in a month or so. Like, I was, I was just 21. And I had a friend who wasn't 21. He was like 18 or and he was turning 19 and he was having a party. He wanted me to buy him some beer. He's like, uh -huh. hey man, I, I'm having a party and can you give me some beer? And I was like, oh yeah, man, you're my friend. I can do that. And I was like, and then I thought about it after and I'm like, I can't do that. Like he's not 21. I can't go buy him beer. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. And I had vowed rashly to do it. And then mm. later on I considered my vow and it's a trap. So I had to I had to tell him like hey man I'm sorry I know I said I would do that and I wouldn't do it, and then he had another friend he would have asked but he couldn't ask that friend because it was already too late and like so I basically blocked him from having beer on his 19th birthday, and you know that that was you know probably good ultimately, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly I also don't think that my friendship with him ever recovered from that like oh, I think wow. I think he still to this day would point to that story as like formative with our friendship and it's like I, I told him I would do it and I didn't do it and he would say I was wrong for that and I would say I was wrong for telling him I would do it I would agree with him I was wrong for that but mm. probably for, on the other side for saying that I would have done right, I shouldn't right. have said I would have done that he would just say you were wrong just because you didn't actually I didn't get the beer. beer yeah, yeah and I haven't talked to him in a while so yeah. 
I, I, <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But I, I think so. Like, I think he would say that. Even now as, a, as an older guy, and uh, uh, ironically, I think he was, last I heard from him, he was studying to become like a beer sommelier. <laughs> so maybe this is a formative moment for him, but it was definitely a formative moment for me. Um, I mean, because I did the thing, right? right? I, I, I did exactly what this proverb says. It is a trap to dedicate something rashly and only later to consider one's vows. Yeah. And the fact that I said I would, and then I couldn't, and then I was I was torn, and I spent a couple of hours while I was working my shift as a waiter, kind of going back and forth, whether I would just bite the bullet and buy it for him, or I would have to call him and tell him I can't. And uh, it was, it was uh, uh, ultimately I didn't. And again, like I said, I think that, I think that hurt that friendship. I mm. breached that friendship in a way that, I don't know that that particular friendship ever recovered from it. And it was, it was completely my fault for uh, rashly dedicating something when I should have thought and considered. And so yeah. I, I like that proverb um, partly because it reminds me of that story. But there's a lot of those stories where we say we'll do something and later we're like, oh, man, I, I can't do that for this reason or that reason. It says you should have considered before you said. I think part of that's not being too quick to just say yes I mean like uh, so often um, we we say yes and and maybe we even fulfill those obligations but we find ourselves with plates that are way too full because we say because we don't know how to say no that's know? right and, yeah. and uh, I think that's kind of the flip side of that coin yeah I think we make ourselves unhappy like we, we make ourselves uh, uh, in these weird spots um, where, where it's all of our own doing. It's all of our own uh, poor choices. And so I think it's worth considering. Well, guys, that's Proverbs 20. There's more there. I, I'm going to leave some meat on the bone for you. I would encourage you to read it, to think about it, and to consider it, that we believe that the very words of the Scripture are given to us to help us become. And we want to see you become exactly who God has you, you become because that's the best you you can be. Thanks for tuning in today, and I hope to uh, have you tune in with us uh, tomorrow. Thanks for listening, guys.